You're listening to the Teak Nation Podcast, where we strive to educate, inspire, and entertain you with tips and lessons from frauders and friends of TKE. Hello, Teak Nation Podcast listeners. My name is Alex Swinson. Donnie Aldrich is here. How are you today, Al? We're into December, my man. We're in the Christmas season. You're a big, you love the Christmas season. Yeah, it's pretty gray is the problem. And I don't, I don't see any snow in the forecast pre-Christmas, which here's the good news. It concerns you, you know, this, and I'm sure the listeners are really excited to hear about some Indiana weather is that it was what 60 degrees about 36 hours ago. And Uh it's going to, the temperature is going to rise 10 degrees each day. If you notice. So today, the high, I think is 28 tomorrow, 38. 48 by the time we get to friday my man 58 degrees living in it that is uh that is some mid-december golf weather right there i mean how often how often do we get that uh yeah i do i actually really like the winter which i know you hate the winter little yin and yang situation uh I, I, I like the winter. I do like the snow, at least for a period of time. What I do not like, which is which is where we've been, is when it's 37 degrees and raining with 20 mile an hour sustained winds. That is the part of winter, I, which if there's any psychopath out there who likes that version of winter, let me know. But it's been it's been a pretty uneventful winter so far. Hopefully she picks up. Well, reason 897 why I don't like winter is that it's dark at about 430. So, yep, it's always great. It's always great when it's six o'clock and it feels like it's 10. Right. That's always great. Seasonal depressive disorder. It is real. And uh, I encourage our listeners to seek help if you are experiencing the symptoms, which is basically just being sad because it's dark all the time, which uh, I mean, I kind of am. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I need to maybe I need to talk to someone about it. Anyway, uh, this is the Teak Nation podcast, and we are so glad that you have elected to join us. This will be our final episode of 2021, a journey that started uh, about 11 months ago with Brian Duffy, season two of the Teak Nation podcast, new format, new faces new friends. And uh, I don't know if I can say for certain that the journey has concluded, but it is at least headed toward a hiatus. And I don't know, I haven't processed my feelings on it just yet. Have you? Well, season two has been a great ride. It's been, you think about this year, we started the first half of the year, essentially, in our universe with universities still being locked down and much of the country still being locked down as we went into summer. And then we came into the fall where things are for the most part, as long as you're vaccinated, full systems go on most of our campuses. And so yeah. it's essentially still, like we've lived in two two different realities uh, over the last 12 months. We were still home office when season two started. Oh, absolutely. Way home off. Man, gosh. I In some ways, the last year feels like it took about 45 seconds. And in other ways, it took. It feels yeah. like feels like it's been as long since December or January as it has been since I graduated college. So I mean, we started um, we we started the year and you lived within six hours of the office and now you drive eight hours home every day, which is kind of back, and, cool back and forth. Yeah, it's a, it's killer on the gas tank, but these are the sacrifices we make. Uh, I think in the pantheon of season twos, this is right up there with the with the successions in the Game of Thrones. This is. Uh, this has been a really solid season two. I think you look at shows maybe like Ozark or Stranger Things that did not bring it as hard in season two. There's always 
Netflix gets in these gets in these lulls where they create a show, it's insanely popular, everyone loves it, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we have to make a second season. What are we gonna do?" Pardon my language. And this in in the season two falls a bit flat as as it did in the examples I just shared. Right. Well, a lot of this can come down to a lot of this can come down to obviously content and some of the guest stars that you have. You're talking about a season two with Brian Duffy as a kickoff. You got Woody Woodcock, Jason Galia, Brian Keller. Man, uh, we brought in we brought in Tyler Sally, Jed Collins, Old Joe from from VaynerMedia, Charlie Reagan, Heather Green. Edwin Robinson. I mean, the list goes on and on. Barry Atlin. I could go all day. It Pat does. McElroy. You, you literally Tom could Garrett. go all day. Yeah. Mark Vucevic. Talked about golf. Well, well, Andrew that, Hughes. That's what I want to. That's what I want to get into because we we don't actually have a guest for the final episode here. Maybe you thought there'd be some grand finale. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Phil Sims. Maybe Mark Benioff. None of those guys were even interested in taking a call to join the Team Nation podcast. But what we can do. Is we can do a little, we can do a little year in review, and and of the podcasts that I listen to, this is not uncommon. So I stole this as not original content, but I wanted to look back a little bit on on season two and think about a how far we've come, b the uh, significant environments that we have operated within, and then c maybe maybe look at where we're going, which I think we, we're not sure yet. It is truly the great unknown, but uh, we can have a conversation around it. When we, when we think about some of our favorite moments of season two, where does your mind go immediately? Favorite moments on the, we'll get into the, the guests and the interviews, but just snapshot in time, reliving the last year, what, what, what moments have you enjoyed the most being a part of this program? I really enjoyed the live broadcast piece we did at Leadership Academy. We had some oh, fun with that. Yeah, we had some fun. fun with that. That was uh, it was entertaining for the folks out there listening. They couldn't see the line that existed of folks just one after another and how you you cycled them in. I think anytime that you have conversations with extremely energetic and dynamic folks, and we had so many, but especially you're looking for the the, the cream of the crop there, uh, the conversations with Jed Collins and with Woody, you know, around growth and, and also about uh, how we would grow money and, and use it as a resource. Those were some, some fun conversations. How about for yeah, you? The Leadership Academy deal was a, was a great time. I did not think back on that when I, when I was putting together my thoughts. Uh, number one, recording from Dave Bowling's Loft. That was just Oh, that was a great time. Yeah, that was just a fun, fun interview. I hope that it came through when you listened, how much we enjoyed that and being with Dave. Uh, that was, that was great. And then uh, Zach meeting that cow. That was, that was a highlight. I was, I was still in my old office at that point. Just yeah. cow comes bebopping up and uh, Zach really brought us in. I think a lot of people have forgotten that Zach Scott used to be a regular part of this podcast. And yeah, Zach took us for a lot of walks in the greater Tampa area, including one time he was at a Publix, right? We were hoping he might be able to airmail us a, a pub sub. Chicken finger pub sub. That's right. Yeah. I, uh, I guess if I would have been thinking I could have brought Zach back in the fold for one last raw here, but maybe, maybe season three, maybe Zach will make his return, but a lot of a lot of good times to be had. Looking uh, looking back, I know you mentioned about half of them already. But uh, best interviews, favorite guests. No, no offense to anyone who doesn't get listed. I I should say that a lot of people with a lot of feelings out there. I don't want to offend anyone. But uh, who who have been some of your favorite conversations? 
Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the conversation with Bruce Melcher that we had at Grand Council meeting. Another unique, unique moment to hear some of the stories and challenges of the organization. And uh, you and I have been at times where we're asked to get in a car and drive to XYZ, but for Bruce to drive from Miami to Canada, that's quite the, that's quite the drive. They would uh, probably allow you and I to fly. It should be a different. Experience. I think so. It would depend. It would depend on the time of year. Yeah. Right. But I feel like financially and both time commitment, they probably would now in these days. So just story like that. Uh, you know, we had a great conversation with uh, Mark Romig and Eric Plo and Keon Pitts and, and TJ mm-hmm. who's on our team. Uh, and those were some phenomenal conversations, frankly, just educational and continue to shift perspective and make not just us, but I, I believe our listeners better. Uh, a great conversation with Ed Moy. That was one of my most entertaining because to listen to him talk about cryptocurrency, which obviously is incredibly relevant right now, but also for you and him to go back and forth. I thought that was a, a very, very entertaining conversation. And then Another one that I point out is the the two doctors that we had on in, in a mm-hmm. focus around mental health. I just don't think if we if we didn't have the Teak Nation podcast, I don't know that we would have come across those two frauders and frankly been able to connect them with the organization and and educate ourselves on mental health and things that things that we can do because it is an area that has a stigma to it and it's also an area that I think for many of us it's hard how you have that conversation between I just need to push through and I need to ask for help. Yeah, that's one of the things that we've been able to do with the podcast that's been exciting and unique. And and it it did happen in season one as well, but allowing us the opportunity to celebrate things like Pride Month, like Black History Month, like Mental Health Awareness Month, keeping keeping, uh, those, those pieces in the forefront for all of our members through social media, obviously, yes. And through some of the other marketing we do, but also having, having professionals, industry professionals on this show. And to me, it, it shows the vastness of the Teak network having over 200,000 living alumni, I'm guessing there's not a career that you could think of that some member of this fraternity holds or has held. So when we think about season three and how we might be able to engage some people, I mean, is, are there, is there an underwater welder that we want to bring in to talk about underwater welding? I bet there is, right? We're going to have to find him, but I bet we could do it. Is there a school teacher, right? I'm sure there's plenty of them. I'm Facebook friends with a few of them. There's all these different opportunities to connect them. There's and definitely school in. teachers. Right. I mean, we're clear on that. There's definitely school teachers, school the teachers underwater, the underwater welding group. I, I don't know if that demo, if we're hot in that demo with Antique. Well, there's got to be one. I mean, it's a sample size of 200,000. I understand that, but I, I don't know if you could just always sit there. There's 200,000. So it has to be one. That that's a, It seems like a very niche industry, but I could be. That's a real with. career though. You know, I mean, there's pipes underwater that need to be fixed. Who's going to fix them? I don't disagree that it's a that it's a field that exists. Oh, okay. I'm saying I don't, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to commit that we have a teak in that field. You're saying that maybe those underwater welders went to trade school and we don't have any chapters at trade. We just school weren't blessed enough to, to get one of them to join our ranks. You you're probably right. There probably is one somewhere. And yep. my luck, we'll get an email from about 10 of them and Hey, we've been waiting for you to finally give us a shout out. Yeah. They're listening to, they're listening to the podcast on their waterproof headphones, you know, 25, 30 feet under in their scuba gear, just. They weren't going to self-identify until they finally got a shout out in this 
season in recap moment. I think too, when we talk about groups, there's a number of volunteers that we had, including volunteer appreciation week. Yep. And we can never thank those folks enough for all the work they do to support the organization, both in terms of time, talent, and treasure, but so many people that you and I are blessed in this industry to have phenomenal relationships with that basically said as a favor to us, they would come on and speak mm -hmm. to the organization and, and talk about uh, something that means so much to them. Yeah. The, the wide array of getting to talk to Andrew Hughes about climbing Mount Everest. And then the next week getting to talk to uh, uh, Thomas Geary and Pat McElroy about what it's like to be a, a boots on the ground volunteer for the fraternity. And then getting to talk to, uh, Cole Connor about what the last year of his life as a college student looked like. It, it, it really, again, it just goes to that huge uh, spectrum of, of experiences that are taking place out there. When I think about my, my favorite conversations, uh, Andrew, the, the two conversations we had with Andrew are, are probably at the top of my list just because that's such a, a unique experience to climb Mount Everest, something that I would venture a guess that there aren't many teaks out there who have done um who have done that but to have him willing to talk to us literally from a tent halfway up that mountain and then to come down and and talk to us again and share his experience was a highlight not just for this podcast but i think of my fraternity experience getting to connect with somebody like that that again, I would have no opportunity or reason to talk to if it weren't for for this fraternity. Talking to Ed was was also great. Ed Moy, not just uh, because he was crushing my dreams on the live broadcast, but uh, he is such a he's so intelligent that. Uh, but he but he brings it across in a very palatable way, which he comes down to our level. He does. He does. There's a lot of really intelligent people out there who cannot have conversations with unintelligent people like the two of us. And uh, Ed's not in that group. So getting it, getting to spend, I think we spent like an hour talking to him um, was, was a lot of fun. And we're, we're very thankful for that. Uh, I also really liked the episode that I did without you solo with the guys from Auburn. And uh, yeah. uh, I didn't listen listen uh, i didn't listen to it either but um i told you no one listens to the podcast um got quit saying that getting to getting to talk to those guys about how they recruit and why they recruit and what their methods and their processes are i think in terms of content that that people could listen to and then actually go immediately and do something with that was at or near the top of the list so that was what about, uh, what about uh, Kenny Soto? I mean, we talked to a guy. We we obviously oh, talked man. to yeah in South America, right? So was in Africa. So was in Africa. Was in Africa. This is South Africa, I think. South Africa. I took the yeah. two. They get South together. America, Africa, something like that. Well, you want to talk about relevancy he, in South Africa? I'm hoping that he is healthy, uh, given yeah. all the things that are going on down there. Because I remember he was planning on coming back some yeah. sometime in the near future. So, um, yeah just it's amazing the network you, you talk about these things you hear about these things over the years when it comes to being a part of the organization but, but to see it in real life and live it it's uh it's a blessing i would love to hear from our loyal listeners who your favorite guests were of the year if, if you've made it this far in the episode and you know how to use social media uh facebook instagram twitter all the all the good ones Comment and, and let us know who you enjoyed hearing from the most. Uh, I know there are some individuals out there. 
God bless you, who have listened to every episode of the Teak Nation podcast. So uh, for those of you who are in that- We love those people. Elite, we love those people, Al. We love them. We love them like they're our own family members. Um, let us know. Let us know who your your favorite guests were, who you enjoyed listening to the most. Are there any... So do you, uh, this goes back to a point you made earlier. Do you go back and listen to the episodes? I do. Okay. Not, all, do. Of, not, not, not all of them. Right. I, I don't listen to all of them. Right. So here's, here's something that uh, you know about me and some folks might or might not. I am very big into self-evaluation and trying to figure out. So there are definitely times where I go back and listen. I will say this, it typically turns into me not doing enough self-evaluation on me and just listening to some of the things you say and laughing, which I don't want to get your head any bigger than it already is, but it is definitely, I do give my, have some chuckles because when we're in this doing this live, these things just roll off your tongue and happen and go right by me because I'm so used to you and doing it. But when you listen back, you have, you have your moments here. And there I have made some really, really top tier jokes on this podcast. Absolutely. Right, but it's the arrogance that, that then just seduces me to where I forget about the jokes. So there's I, nothing know. wrong with admitting that. Yeah. Um, I'm the, I'm the same way in that I go back and just laugh at my own jokes um but yeah no I, I i listen on occasion are there any are there any episodes that you went back and listened to that you enjoyed more than others because to to the to your point i agree with you that in the moments something can happen that does not register with you or that you don't think about and then you you do go back and you listen you're like oh wow that was a very poignant thing to say or that was uh i i didn't remember that this guy even said that right i just we moved on to the next question but i wish i had taken a little more time to dive into that but episodes that you went back and actually listened to that you thought wow that was that was good work there the the conversation with jed no doubt yeah uh and we uh, we were able to meet and get to know jed much more after the podcast mm-hmm. episode i actually would be interesting if we had him back on just because we've a collegial relationship with him uh but definitely definitely when we have guests and we are we are very immersed in the conversation what they're doing it's very easy to get lost in the quality of what they're saying and even taking some of it and using it for yourself because you're listening so intently for what the response is to ask the next question versus just sitting back and enjoying it as you are for me driving in a car listening to it and picking up on the things they're saying you're just, you're processing the information so quickly to think, what's the next question I can ask that will be helpful to the listener? Two episodes that we've actually already mentioned that I really enjoyed listening to. One was the episode at Dave's just, uh, I thought that was, it was just fun to sit back and listen. And Dave had, Dave had some good jokes in there. He held his own with the the jokey joke maker crew, uh, which was good, but um, that was a lot of fun. And then the leadership Academy episode, listening back to that, uh, I really was an asshole for a, a big oh, that. It was fun for me in the moment. I understand. But I, as it was happening live, I knew how big of a jerk you were. So <laughs> that, that one, I actually did know it was happening in real time because you legit were uh, sitting over in the corner like Uncle Larry, just like, next, come on, who, you, who else? Come on, yeah. say your piece. You get your one question, so. Yeah, well, those uh, those guys need to learn what it's like to produce a big time podcast like this one. And I think I think if nothing else, each and every one of the individuals who we spoke with will be better prepared for their next podcast experience because of that. 
Same with Bruce. I mean, this is Bruce's first podcast. Who knows how many more podcasts Bruce is going to go on? Could be thousands, but he's going to be better prepared for those because he spent time with us. Would you like to place a bet that's now on a public forum of whether Bruce listened to the podcast episode? I would not. Probably wise. No bet. No bet. Okay. Uh, Also thought it might be fun to do a final rule of three for the year. So we haven't done rule of three in a long time. We just kind of cut it and we never really explained why. Uh, Not enough time. I I don't know why. We didn't explain why. You had so many jokes. There wasn't enough time to also do rule of three with all of your Oh. very thoughtful and poignant joke. That's, that's, that's a good point. I think that's the second or third time that the word poignant's been used on this episode so far. The final rule of three of the year, what were your three favorite rule of threes to do? Rules of three. Rule of threes. My three favorite rules of three. Yes. I got to think back. Just to come up with and talk about, I sent you all of them. You didn't look yeah, at I know. I, I know. Oh, okay. I know. I'm thinking about this. So, we had the college campuses one that there's yeah. no doubt that that obviously has a lot of relevancy, but yeah. for us to go around one, and, yep. uh, and to talk through, it's always entertaining. Uh, whenever we, you, you have the conversation of three things you could tell yourself going into college, mm-hmm. that would always be a great thing to have back. Uh, and then you and I both enjoy a good reality television show to watch the human oh, dynamic, yeah. the drama, Frankly, some of the stage stupidity. There is nothing better than just you've you've used every bit of your brain wattage all day long to sit, enjoy yourself a little bit for an hour, and watch people uh, tear themselves apart for uh, what is concocted as love, uh, or maybe for money in one of these reality TV shows. So that was also a great conversation. This is where. Uh... I introduced my love for the Great British Bake Off to Teak Nation. It was in that rule of three. And they just wrapped up a season. I'm, I'm almost done with it. I got two episodes left of the most recent season. So no spoilers, please. But I am very much enjoying a very talented lot of bakers in the most recent season of Bake Off. My three favorite rules of three. Number one, my favorite cities. I love talking about the cities that I like going to. So that. It was kind of in line with the college campus piece, so that was good. Number two, your three most impressive physical accomplishments. I think that was in response to us talking to Andrew and you know, assuming that climbing Mount Everest was on his list. We we put our heads together and came up with our, our three most impressive ones. And then the last one, my, my favorite one legitimately, was if you could – start a or if you could quit your job and choose a new career with unlimited backing and unlimited funding what were the three careers that you would choose that was that was a good time that was a good talk and fun coming up with them so there you have it the final rule of three maybe ever we don't know i can't i i can't predict the future but the final rule of three of 2021 i think the only thing we have to talk about is uh left talk left to talk about is is where we're going next with this thing what, what's season three going to look like? Of all the things that we have going on in the organization right now, th- that's the only thing there is to talk about. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What, what, what else would you propose we talk about? Well, I always think it's important that we push and plug the regional leadership conferences since this, this episode is going to be released oh, I see. just before the early bird deadline for the deadline. regional leadership conferences. We're coming in person, right? We're going to Chicago. 
We're going down to Atlanta. We're going out to New York. We're going over to San Francisco. We're going to be all around this great nation. And so we want folks to go to teak.org slash RLC and register to join us. And if you do so by midnight at Friday, you're going to get a heck of a discount. And the more people you send, you're going to get a bigger discount. And so we want to see more people out there. You and I will both be at all four cities, God willing. And so we are excited to travel around Teak Nation to inspire and educate folks and have, have a lot of fun doing it and pushing our guys towards excellence. So hope you will all take that in, consider the opportunity, engage with a lot of Teak, teaks that are um, not just alumni, but obviously a number of teaks that are from different chapters than yours and gain perspectives. And it's going to be a great celebration and a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't think either of our wives are scheduled to, to have a baby in February, right? We would know that by now. I have only had two children out of three in February. So uh, that if I would know if that was going to happen by now. I've miraculously avoided having any children in February. So, so keep moving that forward. But yeah. Um, Great point on the RLCs. Can't believe I spaced it. Uh, yeah, the, the early bird deadline is going to be key because the price does go up about $50 a person post December 10th. If you are listening to this and you are a member of a chapter, make sure that you and your guys are registered. If you are a volunteer or an alumnus, A, go ahead and register yourself because we want to see you there. And there is a special discount for Teak volunteers to attend the RLCs in a double room. And then uh, make sure that the chapters you advise and work with are keenly aware of this deadline and are prepared to get themselves registered. We're going to have a thousand plus across the four sites. It is outside of Leadership Academy going to be the first big thing that we have done in person since February of 2020. I mean, the, the funny thing for me about RLCs that I will always associate with the regional leadership conferences is I remember sitting in the hotel at in Burlingame, California, at the San Francisco RLC, and watching the news talking about the first COVID-19 case in America like the first weekend of February of 2020. And I think it was in Seattle and then they're starting to talk about it spreading to Chicago. And, and it was almost like watching this thing escalate from four different cities. And it just, my brain association with COVID, the beginning of COVID goes to the RLC. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but uh, probably get some PTSD stepping back in that, uh, that Hyatt at the San Francisco airport. So it really was two weeks after the RLCs that, that we shut her down and uh, I think it's going to be a, a great celebration to open it back up. All right. Anything else we need to discuss? Do we want to talk about season three of the Teak Nation podcast? I don't, I, I mean, don't know what there's to talk about, but we come up with something. Yeah. I think it's definitely something that we're continuing to have conversations of what is the best way to go about this to serve our membership and our listeners, right? We're you and I are willing to, uh, continue to be creative and continue to make the investment if there are a number of people who have the demand for us to continue to have these conversations and bring in guests and if it's bringing value you and I are in if there's if this is not something because of how many podcasts are out there if there's a different angle we should go about this or different uh, cadence maybe once a month whatever that is then we're open to that as well yeah, everyone's got a podcast even even teak um yeah, I, I agree. I think there's a lot of different avenues we could look at. If if those who are loyal listeners from way back remember season one, there was 
a different host just about every week. And I was only on one or two episodes of the podcast. I was not yet trusted with the keys to the car. And, uh, and then we switched it up and kept the host consistent. And, and maybe that was the right call. Maybe it wasn't. So um, we're going to evaluate, but uh, we will certainly, we will certainly be back. It just won't be until after the holidays. So we'll give you a, a little break and then we'll, we'll get back into it in January. And I would expect have some pretty good shows coming at you from, from across the RLC slate, just like we did with leadership Academy. That's going to be a really cool opportunity to, to potentially bring the Teak Nation podcast on the road and, and interact with different people and, and record at some of the different sites. So stay tuned, but it is, uh, it's coming. It's coming. Anything else? Just going to get back to enjoying the 27 degrees and 15 mile an hour winds. I would be remiss if I didn't say that uh, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Cannot, uh, and that also includes, and, and I, uh, at times, right, we just breeze right through this Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah, you know, there's so many, this is the great thing about Teak, right? There's so many different religions and, and uh, folks that are celebrating in different ways during this holiday season. But just want to wish everybody happy holidays and extremely grateful for all of the, the family and fraternalism that we have in TKE. You and I, again, we're just incredibly blessed that we get to see it uh, every single day. We get to live it. And it's something that we're passionate about, but also it, it repays us 100 times over. So I uh, just hope that everybody has a safe holiday season and enjoys themselves and time with family and friends. It's a great time to really reflect on. I mean, your, your life in general and what you are thankful for and what you're grateful for, but it's also a good time to look at, at everything that the fraternity has, has given and, and, and play out what your life would look like without taking the picture. And for many of, well, for all of us on staff, obviously, but I think even for many of our volunteers and our, our members, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to picture just because everything that is in front of you and part of your life, a lot of people met their spouses through the fraternity in some capacity, a lot of people got a job either with headquarters or through a connection or through a, uh, an alumnus or through someone they met at, at an RLC or at a leadership academy, your best friends, the people that are in your wedding that are coming over to your house. just had a uh, shout out to, to Braden Red Spear over at the house. Uh, last Red. week. No Red. Yeah, Red That's came over. Guy. Uh, talked a little PY talk, a little Franklin College talk, and uh, maybe we'll get him on the podcast. I don't know. I don't know what he does. He's like a mechanical engineer for some company that uh, he's he's very intelligent. But um, anyway, all of the things that that we have in our lives because of Talk App Epsilon, it it really is remarkable. I think uh, I take it for granted a lot, but uh, there's a lot going on there that had I not joined Teak at Franklin College and. November of 2009, I would be in a much, much different place in my life. So got that going for me, I guess. That's going to do it. That's the interview pod. That's the final episode of 2021, final episode of season two. We would still very much appreciate it if you did smash the like button. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day. And I believe they said they asked, they asked me to pound the subscribe button. So that was a that was a different take. But same concept. I'm going to stick with smash the like button. Um, 
Were you inspired anymore by pound the the subscribe? Versus- I had already pounded the subscribe button on that particular podcast. I didn't know if you just you went unpound, pounded pounded to unsubscribe, and then just pound to resubscribe just to make sure that you were. No, nah, we need to we need to stop saying pound. I think is is where I'm. See, this is why I think Smash is much better. I agree. I think that smashing the like button would be a great way to conclude 2021. Give yourself the Christmas present of smashing the like button and being the first to know when a new episode of the Teak Nation podcast is available. How's that sound? Will Santa coming down the chimney with the Teak Nation podcast? Yeah, I mean, in, bag. in that spirit, let's let's get ahead. You you know that this is part of my uh, mantra when it comes to the new year and and my thoughts around resolutions. Let's start attacking those things now. Why wait till January 1st? Let's start attacking the 2022 goals right now, putting yourself in a position, building habits, building rituals to make yourself successful. Let's go get it. Oh, man, I forgot all about that. We did New Year's resolutions on on season two, episode one. Do you even remember? I I did not do resolutions as you know. They were goals. They were three goals for the year. Sure, but not resolutions. Mine were... uh, I think it was consume more content, whether that's podcasts or books. Uh, So I found a new avenue. The episode's not over yet. Buckle in. I found a new avenue to consume content, which is Twitter threads, which you know, but I've started following some people on Twitter who aren't just reality television stars and sports figures. Started following some actual uh, people on Twitter who could add value to my life that, that put these threads together that are really, really good. So I do believe I accomplished that. I uh, set the goal of doing 100 push-ups every day, failed. Um, and then I set the goal of running 1,000 miles in 2021. And I am at go. 953 with 23 Woo. days left. I'm going to get there. I'll get there. Uh, I'm very confident that I'll get yeah. there. Um, but I cut it closer than I thought it would. To be completely honest, I, I thought I was going to I thought I was gonna be more in the 11, 1200 and then – Really, I mean, travel started back up in the fall, and I just oh, here we go. Well, they don't have they don't have places to run in all in those parts of the country. They I don't do, have I do, and I have. But you know, usually, usually my Saturday or Sunday morning consists of a a long, you know, hour and a half to two hour run, and yeah. I would need to get up at about three thirty a.m. at a grand council meeting to knock that out before I have to fly home on a Sunday. So uh, there have been some obstacles. Now listen. Now here, here. Now let's let's talk about this for just a quick sec here. Let's right, go, go off on a rest area. And so, in that, we only had two in-person meetings this year, right? Yeah. No, I'm right. I'm... One of them, I remember being in the boardroom, looking out the window, and watching you jog by. Right. Yeah. No, I I have I have. I'm just saying. I, I, I knock out these big chunks on my weekend mornings. And when I'm on the road traveling, I'm usually running three or four miles at a time versus running 10 or 12 miles at a time. So that's, that's all I, I, I could have, I could wake up earlier and I could go for 10 miles, but I'm in, there you uh, go. I, I just, man, I just haven't. So I made the decision. I will get to a thousand. I'm going to run four miles in about two hours here on the treadmill downstairs. We'll get there. We're going to get there. Love Year's that. not over. Do you remember your goals? I do not. All right. We'll have to, we'll have it's, to it's been recorded. It's been recorded. I just, I do. It I is, it is documented for all the world to hear. Okay. Now we are done. Go smash the like button a second time. 
a second time, go tell a friend about the Teen Nation podcast. Give someone else the gift of the Teen Nation podcast. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for, for riding with us through this last season. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Donnie's enjoyed it. You've enjoyed it. Everyone's having a good time. He's laughing. He's having a good time. Just, just happy to be here. So uh, until next time, thank you. I'm Alex Swinson. That's Donnie Aldrich. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Thank you.